to a horror borealis. This episode, as opposed to the last one, is going to be much more loosely structured, and by much more loosely structured, I mean much less structured, period. Uh, it's gonna be great. So we're back to sort of the, you know, the the huge in the monster hunting business. You guys are back in town. Uh, two weeks have officially passed now since you returned from the park and we filled in that space with the winterlude last time. And so now you guys are just back in the saddle of everyday life. I think things are pretty much back to normal pace for you guys. It's it's sort of settled into a new normal, if, if that makes sense. Um, and we sort of established at the end of the last episode, you guys are not close by any means at this point. You've sort of gone on this adventure together and have like a respect for each other at this point, but I wouldn't say that you're like occupying each other's social calendars in a major way. But you do each have things to be doing. And I would say that at this point it's, we're, we're like beginning to get into springtime. So I'm gonna say like maybe mid early March about what it is in our real time for us. The air is starting to warm up a little bit, starting to see the sun out more often. Things are starting to thaw out. And it's generally what we would call like the beginning of springtime. And nothing quite says springtime like what you're doing today, Siobhan. Do you know what that is? Something spring-like. Uh, it, yes, absolutely. That's correct. Because you find yourself today at the local park, not the national park, not the forest, but the park in Revenant, oh, a little outside area. Sweet. You know, you've got a playground, you've got some open field. And what you are doing there is you are fulfilling a very important request on behalf of park director Adam Kennedy, who has called you here today for the express and highly secretive purpose of assisting him with coaching the Revenant Little League t-ball team. Oh my god. Yes. I am all about it. Please, let's go. I'm so happy. Right now. (laughs) So, is this something that you have done before? Have you ever coached or played t-ball, Siobhan? What's your level of expertise? I uh, have not, no. I have not played, (laughs) but I... I am a big fan of community sports, um, yeah, and I, I mean, am it so like excited to finally be a part of this experience. Did you say a part of this experience? I did say a part <laughs> of so this I'm so happy experience. to be a part of this. <laughs> me, the is, that like, is that like a pun that you try to make all the time? <laughs> and everyone's like, Siobhan, that doesn't quite work. And I'm just really happy to be a part of things. And everyone's like, Siobhan, that's, that's Siobhan, not anything. Excuse me. Siobhan is not just her job. No. <laughs> okay, well, you are here assistant coaching for the Revenant community t-ball team. What's their mascot? That's a very good question. What is their mascot? Do you want to say in this? I believe that the age group that I'm in, which is, as you know, well, why don't you say it? But <laughs> we all know. We all so know. I'll just say Alex, it. you say it. Uh, these are very small because the reason that Park Director Kennedy is here is that his youngest <laughs> daughter very is small. on the t-ball team. Okay. He has a five-year-old girl named Daisy who's playing t-ball. Okay. Wonderful. And so this would be like five and six-year-olds, I think, is the t-ball team that you're helping with. <laughs> Wonderful. I think they're probably the Wildcats. The Revenant Wildcats. They I like that very much. the Wildcats. Yes. Very good. Um, and I think that probably they have some sponsors, you know, like uh, Big Billy's Diner. Like Big Billy's Diner is definitely a sponsor of the Revenant Wildcats. They're doing great. And so that's where you find yourself today. The season hasn't started, so it's not like you guys have a game coming up. You're more or less at this point trying to figure out how to keep five and six-year-olds focused on hitting a t-ball. Mm-hmm. And that in itself is work enough. Sure. 
But what do you think that your your role in this is? What are you... Are you just, like, sort of shagging balls? Are you, like, keeping an eye on things? Are you corralling the Capri Suns over in the corner? Or are you, well, like, helping out with exercises? What do you, what do, you sure. do? Sure. Capri Suns are for after practice. Right, yes. So, practice is still going on. It I is. I think I am in the outfield, you know, with all the kids who are trying mm-hmm. to run around the bases, even though it's not oh, their turn very good. I'm trying to say, no, you're the first base outfielder. You need to stay around there. But they're just, they keep running. <laughs> of course they do. They're five and six. Yeah, they're five and six. They're outside. They're, they're having small. a great time. But they are really excited to be the Wildcats. Yes, they, they, chose the, they chose the name. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Director Kennedy didn't have anything to do with that. No. He wants no part of that. He's no. like here, but mm-hmm. trying not to make a big deal out of it. Right, right. Sure. But is he a supportive dad? Uh, well, you know, why don't you ask him? Do you have any questions for supportive dad, Director Kennedy? <laughs> well, I would assume he is, since you said his daughter is on the team and he's there because of her. His daughter is on the team. So he is coaching the team, and mm-hmm. right now he is uh, standing off to the side, looking out over the field as they all sort of practice their, their basic swing. They all have, like, plastic wiffle ball bats, and they're sure, practicing just, sure. you know, their, their general, like, follow-through, which is right now enough because last time little Blake got hit in the face with a wiffle ball bat and that was like a whole big thing and now he's recovering and it's it's kind of little Blake got hit with a little Blake got hit with a wiffle ball bat (laughs) yep so yeah I think I I I walk up to coach (laughs) yeah that's right and uh say the team's looking pretty good this year a coach and give him a little nudge and wink (laughs) they're about as good at t-ball as five and six year olds can be which is not very but you know it's it's the fun that counts I guess Oh, absolutely, I agree, and and I I kind of stand there and watch over them swinging and missing all the all the tee walls. Yeah, he cringes slightly because there's a lot happening out there, and then he's like, oh, you know, do they do kids ever get any better at this sort of thing? <laughs> I mean, eventually, yes, I think they do, but at this point, this is, you know, there there are five, coach. Yeah, well, I was number five. <laughs> <laughs> I was born this age. <laughs> I've been a grouchy middle-aged man my entire life. <laughs> do, you, do you at least think they're having a good time? I mean, do they look like they're having a good time? What do people look like when they have a good time? I look over and see one kid who's doing, like, the dizzy bat. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then uh, two other kids are, like, playing tag, just running around the first base the entire time. <laughs> the entire time. The entire time. They're good. Um, and I think, yeah, they're, they're having a good time. That's a good, a good kid energy there. <laughs> you know, that good, good kid energy. Yeah, okay, sure. I don't say you that. <laughs> I really hope you do. Okay, yes, I do. <laughs> you know, half the time I don't know what you're talking about, O'Shaughnessy, <laughs> but I, I do appreciate you helping out with this. It's, uh, you know, it, it, it means a lot. Uh, anything for community sports? <laughs> Uh, okay, at about that moment, the park director's beeper starts going off. He has a what? What kind of know, sick ringtone? A does beeper. He have? I, I think it's just like literally whatever the factory settings were. So probably the entertainer. Yes, he's like, oh shoot, where is it? And I think he goes for it and you know probably drops it because he doesn't really know what to do with the beeper. How do you work these things? Um, he picks it up. 
and it is a beeper, so there's not a lot of information that can be gleaned from it, but all that it tells him basically is uh, that somebody at the ranger station is trying to get a hold of him. Which is not surprising, and on its own doesn't necessarily mean anything. Well, this thing's always going off. Can't anybody at that station handle themselves without me there for like five minutes? Uh, he looks out at the the T-ball field, and he sort of sighs a little bit and runs his, uh, runs his fingers through his hair. Alright, well I can't, I mean I can't just leave these kids here. Uh, Siobhan, do you mind, do you mind going down to the station and checking it out for me? Sure, I thought you were going to ask me to stay here and watch the kids, but yeah, you, you go do that, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, go do, what? You what watch you? the kids, I guess, even though, you know, they beat Tim. Well, okay, are you saying, would you, would you rather stay, you want, you want to... You want to sit here with the kids? No, I'm, I'm bye. I said bye. I'm gone. I'm already in, you know, outside, already in the, outside the diamond. Okay, great. Too much kid for you. <laughs> Too much kid energy. You gotta get away from it as fast as you can. All right, so you, uh, so you head out then? Yes. You just immediately, okay. Wait. Said, yeah, okay. Uh, any, bye. Yeah, and, and then bye, and I'm in the car driving back to the ranger station. I don't know what's so hard to, to believe about this. Okay, I put, seems abrupt. I can, I can be more uh, deliberate. I put my right foot out first and plant it on the ground. We're not doing this. How quickly would then, you say that you do that? Uh, pretty quickly. Is there like a sense of purpose in you putting your foot yes, down? Very is, kind of, is there some attitude maybe? What are you doing with your shoulders and like your hips? I'm just voguing the entire time. <laughs> this game becomes a walking simulator, then I'm walking. I am out. How yeah, you, you will be. Go? That's all you'll be doing. So I, uh, yes, I will go and get in my car, and I will drive to the ranger station. How far away is it from the uh, practice field where I was? Um, I would say that probably the, the park is like in the middle-ish of town, and then you drive out, it, like maybe... We'll say it takes you like 45 minutes to get to like the main okay. ranger station. It's not a big deal, but there's nothing like urgent about sure. the call anyway. Okay. Um, I go. I do that. Okay, great. You do that. You sure do. <laughs> uh, let's flip over for right now to Mariah. That's me. And it always will be. Unless your character dies and you've got to make a new one. Whoops. <laughs> you take that back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, okay, I didn't mean to offend. Um, okay, so Mariah, yeah, you uh, have come into some very exciting additions to your library recently, and we already talked about that, so I don't know why you're looking at me like oh, this is new information. Oh, I thought there was maybe some other exciting. No, 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 no. I'm just I'm reminding. I thought you. there were maybe even more exciting additions to my library. No, not currently. Although there is something exciting happening at your library today, which has less to do with your personal interests and more to do with just the general nature of running a library, which is that there's a book signing happening today. <gasps> Who's signing books? That's a very good question, and I kind of want you to like helpful listen with me. What kinds of books are you looking to promote here, and what kind of thing would you be like trying to provide for the citizens of Revenant? I mean, you know what I'm trying to provide to the citizens of Revenant. I know this, but also I'm wondering if maybe you should like broaden your scope a tiny, tiny bit. <laughs> All right, well then I have some great news for you. <laughs> okay, what's your great news? Uh, Big Billy wrote a mystery <laughs> novel. <laughs> he wrote a cozy mystery 
<laughs> a cozy mystery. Okay, we're doing this. We're putting Big Billy on. Have scene. you ever heard of um, the uh, Hallmark franchise Murder She Baked? <laughs> this is not a joke. This is a real film franchise. Oh, no. There's a Hallmark franchise Murder She Baked. It's based on a book series. Big Billy was inspired by Murder She Baked. Uh huh. And so he uh, he he decided to write a first novel uh, mm-hmm. entitled. Um, let me think. Frying up answers. <laughs> and so it's uh, a mystery novel about a mm-hmm. small town diner owner who solves uh-huh. a murder. Who solves a murder. Of course it is. Yeah. And he is doing a book signing of his uh, self-published mystery book. He's doing great. I love him. I'm so proud of him. Uh, how did you find out about him writing this, this well, novel? Well, he told me about it on one of my many trips to the diner for mm-hmm. my uh, for my little meetings, uh, which usually just mainly me and Zoe, but other people sometimes. And he mentioned it to me, and I, as he's a friend and has always been very kind to me and very uh, very nice, I said, well, well, I'll stock it at my library. And then mm-hmm. he said, could I do a book signing? I've always wanted to do a book signing. And I said, of course you could do a book signing, because how do you say no to that face? No one could say no to Big Billy. Are we kidding? No, no like, one. seriously. No um, one could say no to Big Billy. Okay, this is the best possible turn this could have taken. Normally, under any circumstances, I would be like, let's ease off a little bit on deciding what the NPCs are doing. But in this case, no, full steam ahead. Like, Murder, She Baked is amazing, and I'm here for no, it. No, Murder, She Baked. Frying up murder, I know. <laughs> frying up murder is better than frying up answers. I like frying up answers is good. Frying up murder is the second one, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Or maybe they go in the. Maybe they're companion. Pie novels. full of murder is the second one. <laughs> okay, okay, gotcha. Uh, amazing. Okay, so Big Billy is doing his book signing for yeah. frying up murder. Yep. <laughs> frying up answers. Frying up answers. My bad. I'm going to keep messing this up. I'm petting a uh, cat and playing this game. You're so talented. Thank you. <laughs> What more do you want from me? What's next? Um, and of course, since it's Big Billy, like the entire town has turned up. Yeah, everybody today. Yeah, everybody is either at the ball field for T ball practice or here in the Revenue Public Library. So you're I'm doing. Sorry, the, the what? The People's Truth Library at Revenue. Thank you. There are still people who refer to it as the Public Library. I do hate to inform you of this. <laughs> it's fine, they'll learn. Oh my goodness. All right, so you're having your book signing. Uh, maybe you did like a little bit of a talk back, like oh, a yeah. Q&A, a presentation with the book. He did um, a reading. He did a reading. Oh, yeah? What, what was the plot of the excerpt that he read from? It was um, about, uh, it was, it, the book took a gritty turn. It takes a gritty turn, actually, as the uh, diner owner arrives into the kitchen to find a severed finger in the fry oil. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's a lot. That's quite a hook, though. I feel like that would definitely get people's uh, get people's attention. We think it has a great future. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Andrew's waving at the cat. We have this book signing that's been going on, and most of the town has shown up. And I think, you know, it proceeds as you would normally expect from a book signing. There's a lot of talk, a lot of chit-chat, so many people just, like, so, so proud of Big Billy and all that he's Of course, he's done an amazing job. Um, Actually, I think that Big Billy's Diner has been closed for the morning in celebration, specifically so that everybody could come down here to the library instead, which is maybe the highest sort of praise that any event in Revenant can get. Like, if it's big enough to shut down the diner, it's big. And so uh, he does his thing, he does his reading, you guys talk about the book a little bit, maybe do some Q&A, um, and then is signing the book. And I think that you are sort of milling around the crowd, just taking stock of everything, you know, making sure people right. are doing great, glad handing a little bit. Um, when you notice somebody in the crowd that you have never seen before. What do they look like? Okay, so it's uh, a woman who is, I think, sort of 
snappily dressed, but not necessarily in uh, like a, a super standout way. She's got maybe like a like a, a blazer jacket on with like a pants. Quick question: yeah. How big are the shoulder pads? Uh, this is the night, like mid '90s, so they're not huge. Like they are there. You do notice the shoulder, shoulders right. are padded a little bit. Like they go out just a bit too straight for your liking. Just but like, that was an important question. I thought. Yeah, no, nowhere near as big as the shoulder pads in any of like Siobhan's sure. jackets. I'm sure. Good. <laughs> you have to establish dominance, however you can. Sure do. So anyway, snappily dressed, but not in like a standout way. Okay, but she's the only person there I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. I stare her down. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Um, Not necessarily in an intimidating way so much as like a sizing up way. Yeah, totally. Are you trying to catch her eyes, like to make eye contact, or are you just trying to like discern more about her? I'm trying to see if she's carrying anything on her person. I'm trying to see if she has any recording devices of any kind. Okay, um, so why don't you... This is not really an investigative mystery role, is it? No. Because it's not specifically... just kind of looking at a lady. Yeah, I mean, there are, like, it's... It's kind of a busy place. I think there are other people that are trying to catch your attention. So it is going to take some okay. sort of focus and determination if you want to do this, which is fine. Um, but it is going to become noticeable, I think, readily that you are like, you know trying to discern information about this I'll lady. dive in. Okay. I'm going to talk to her. Okay, great. I approach her. Okay. <laughs> I have my hands in the pockets of my jeans that are ripped at the knee. Okay. Do you say anything or do you just walk at her? <laughs> I walk up to her and I introduce myself. I say, um, hi, I am the librarian. I don't think I've seen you at my establishment before. Oh, hi. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful place that you have here. I, I'm not from around town, so that probably explains why you haven't seen me before. Mm. Where, where, did you, where did you say you were from? Oh, I'm from Fairbanks. Mm, okay. Big city, huh? Well, bigger than some. What brings you to Revenant? Uh, well, I think same thing that brings everyone else here today. I came in for the book signing. Yeah, I try to keep tabs on local authors. I run a bookstore back in Fairbanks, and I try to keep my tabs on, you know, people doing things out and about in Alaska. You know, I, well, I mean, I, I don't know what you would call it. I have sort of a website where I post updates about things that are relevant to my interests. Is there a word for that? No, I don't think there is. Like a journal? Yeah, some sort of like log, but I keep it online. Anyway. Like a, like a, like a net log. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like a log, if you will. Yeah, okay. So how I don't, I still don't really follow. If you're not from here, I mean, Billy's amazing. He's hardly a local author to you though, right? Well, I mean, he is local, and he did write a novel. No, local to you. You write about local authors all over Alaska, or...? Yeah, I write about Alaskan authors okay. writing books in Alaska. I'm sorry, yeah. this seems a little hostile. Did I...? I'm just not used to seeing new faces here. I mean, I can understand that. It's a little bit off the beaten path. Yeah, um... It is. I just, I just mainly wanted to get a sense of... I guess there's not really... A better way to say this. What's your agenda? Uh, excuse me? Like, what do you, what do you, what do you want? I want to buy a signed copy of Frying Up Answers. Okay, if we're going to play it like that, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. Um, do I need to, I'm sorry, 
Are you asking me to leave? No, or? I'm, not, I'm not asking you to leave. I would never, no, I'd never do that. Like, the library is public. It's for everyone. Um, go ahead. Buy a book. I, I'm sorry if I came off rude or whatever. I do feel like maybe we got off on the wrong foot. Uh, sorry. Are you affiliated with any larger organizations? <laughs> I'm sorry? Don't worry about it. Um, enjoy the signing. I, I'm going to go get another cup of coffee. I'm sorry. I'll see you around town, I guess. I don't think I caught your name. I, I think about whether or not she needs to know it. I decide first name is okay. 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 Uh, Mariah. Mariah. Yours? Uh, Isabel. Isabel. Good to meet you? Sure. <laughs> All right. She sort of like nods a I little bit uh, hesitantly and then, and then walks over to the book signing table. <laughs> I retreat to my office feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, you're not the only one, I think. Yeah. everybody, this is your Keeper speaking. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of A Horror Borealis and hopefully others. Bet you're pretty confused if this is the first one. So are we. It's fine. In any case, we've really gotten a kick out of watching those numbers climb, so thank you as well for sharing our podcast with others. Switzerland in particular seems to be really getting excited about it, so I'm not sure if you folks have a fan club over there or what, but keep subscribing and downloading. As a reminder, if you have been enjoying the story, you can access a full year's worth of episodes by pledging $1 a month, or more, to the Cryptid Keeper podcast on Patreon. It's the same story you've been listening to here, just much more of it. It's the world's cheapest time machine, and it's well worth your investment. New episodes are still going up on the Patreon regularly, so no matter how you choose to listen, you'll still be getting fresh content as quickly as we can churn it out. Speaking of great content and patronage, you can also become a supporter of the OneShot Network for access to bonus content from every single show the network produces, as well as a whole host of other benefits based on tier. It's a fantastic cache of material and a really great way to support some brilliant creators doing tremendous and important work. Shows like The Broadswords are doing amazing work in reclaiming gaming spaces in some beautifully intersectional ways and telling amazing stories while doing it while nonfiction shows like Asians Represent are pushing important perspectives to the forefront of discussions in theory and design. Whether you're looking for fresh and innovative storytelling or some fantastic behind-the-scenes game chatter, there are shows on the network for every need. And then, also, we are there. Of course, even if you have no financial support to offer, and I totally get it, you're doing us all an enormous favor just by downloading, listening to, and talking about the shows we make, so... Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a part of the reason we're able to even make stories like this one. As always, the part of Mariah Harris is played by Addison Peacock. The part of Martha Campbell is played by Tim Werner. The part of Siobhan O'Shaughnessy is played by Andrew Giada, who also composed our excellent theme music. And I'm your keeper, Alex Flanagan. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Bye! So what uh, what are you doing at this point now? What are you doing with this information? I'm looking for her net log on my computer. Oh, okay, good. So what are some things that you're like, how are you trying to do I've gone to, to askjeeves.com. Oh, incredible, yeah. I believe Ask Jeeves is available, uh-huh. yeah. And I have searched um, Isabel Alaskan Authors, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping to find her website. Yeah, and so you do, you come across a GeoCities page. <laughs> Uh, it's got like a cursor with sparkles that like follow it around a little bit. 
Um, and there are a, a moderate number of entries. It's not like super, super active, but there does appear to be a backlog there of entries about various authors across Alaska and new releases. Oh, very good. So there's, is there any kind of about the author page or not about the author, a little like about me section? Um, yeah, I think there is. What's it say? So it takes you to the author who I now recognize I need a last name for, Isabel Sanchez. Sanchez, love it. Isabel Sanchez. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, and it tells you that Isabel Sanchez is um, a Fairbanks-based journalist. Okay, so she's telling um, the truth about that. Yeah, she is. It does say that she's from Fairbanks. It says that she's a, a local, well, book reviewer more than journalist. She reviews books mm -hmm. specifically by local authors um, and works in a bookstore in the Fairbanks area. It does not give a lot more information about that except to say that she owns three cats. Hmm. Seeing that, I feel guilty for being rude to her. <laughs> okay. I was suspicious at the time because, of course, why would a stranger be in my library? Mm -hmm. But I decide to switch my perspective on her from overtly suspicious to moderately suspicious, leaning toward possibly friendly. Okay. But with a, an undertone of moderate suspicion because, of course. Okay. Because who is this woman? But Because <laughs> who even? Who even is she? Yeah. Okay, do you go back out to rejoin the book signing? Do you stay in your office? Or are you just trying to, like, blow it off a little bit? I'm trying to blow it off a little bit. Okay, totally fair. Um, in that case, I think that that continues to sort of settle down. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, we'll, we'll leave that there for the time being. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm Martha. What's that? Hey, not too much. What's up with you? I'm uh, doing pretty good. So, Martha. Yeah. You are out hunting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I laugh about only because we spent the past, you know, two and a half minutes maybe figuring this out. So, I will say that, like, conditions are super favorable. It's a beautiful, clear day. Um, all the wind is blowing where you want it to, when you want it to, and no two ways about it. I think that you've probably had some luck this morning with, with small game. Things are starting to, you know, wake up and scurry around and it's all pretty, pretty prolific where you need it to be. Is there anything in particular this morning that you're like aiming for? Anything you're, you're trying to, to track down? Do you have like a quota you're trying to fill or? I mean, I'm sure there's always a quota of like a certain amount of squirrels that I have to get. Um, yeah, it's like a but... mini game. Yeah, well, I, I don't think I would really be challenging myself this morning. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a more laid-back day. Okay, totally fair. Um, I do think that something happens while you are out and about on your morning hunt, and I think what that is is that you happen to see Siobhan on her way out of town into the forest. Like driving in her car or walking? I'm assuming, are you... Does she see me or do I see her or do we see each other? Well, you tell me how that works out. I think that Martha would see you first because you're driving out and mm -hmm. she is keenly in like attuned right. to the, the nature around her. But sure. I think that your drive takes you out past the part of the edge of town where Martha is currently, you know, hanging around. So do you 
see the car? Do you try to like wave or say hey or? I mean, I might. Uh, I think I would see the car um, turn, just kind of stand there, maybe do a slow wave. Nothing like how slow, like like detail it for like me. Like maybe twelve seconds. Okay, is it like a princess <laughs> wave kind of deal, or is it just like a no. one and off? No, it's like just that. it's the one like how's it? Oh, gotcha. But then you hang it there for twelve seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you just stick your arm up in the air for twelve seconds, frozen. <laughs> and then you leave her hanging. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see it and watch for twelve seconds, wondering how long is she gonna pull her hand up like that, and then I do a little wave back. In, in my car. Okay. I might, you... I might like, park and, like, get out and try to strike up a friendly conversation. Okay. So I, I walk over and say, hey, Martha, how you, how you been? I'm all right, Siobhan. Um, anything special today or... Oh, well, I, I don't <laughs> know... Is anything particularly plot-worthy I, I don't know if you, if you heard, there's the, <laughs> there's the Little League T-Ball practice first practice of the season today yeah. that's going on up there and just so upset i missed big billy's book signing you know how much i love big billy yeah does yeah that's she everyone. loved big billy like that oh no no, there was just a just, <laughs> no. that's just my natural cadence i don't ship it no. i don't ship it no, no not at all yeah she's just a big fan of his cooking Oh, who isn't? And really? also his his mystery murder novels. Thank you. Yeah, I actually um I pre-ordered it. Um, I didn't feel like going into town today. The way you pre-order in Revenant is you just go into the diner and say, "Hey, I'm gonna get a book when it comes out." <laughs> <laughs> well, That's I, what we call a Revenant pre-order. I like to think that Big Billy put like the first chapter on all of the placemats for like um, <laughs> the week before the signing just to get, drop, oh, yeah, some, to get people drop up some business so yeah i'm headed to the ranger station now you you out hunting some some game yeah just doing the usual what sort of what sort of game are you playing today Siobhan likes to think that she's <laughs> she's very witty <laughs> well, it's definitely not T-ball. <laughs> uh, I, you know, just, as always, pretty much just the squirrels. I've always been curious, and tell me if I'm stepping too far, do you eat the squirrels, or do you sell oh. them off? And what do you do with them once you've hunted them? So, I, I usually, um, I usually send them off to, uh, to Hawk, and he... He usually just gets them for the pelts. Oh, okay. Okay. What does he do with them? <laughs> um, well, from what I understand of it, I haven't been there too much, but he uh, he sells them in kind of like a tourist shop. Uh, so you sell them to Hawk, who sells them to other people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a nice little gig you got going on. I guess it is. <laughs> well, I've, I've got to head back to the ranger station. I got some sort of, you know, those new beepers. They're always going off. So I'm going to head off and see what's going on. I'll see you around. All right. See you later. I'm going to give her a little finger guns. Please those don't ever do beepers. that to me again. <laughs> those new beepers. Beavers. My favorite thing about Siobhan is that every time she opens her mouth, you can just tell that she like fancies herself a hard-boiled detective. Oh, That's yeah. a pretty sweet gig you got going there. Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you do with that? No, absolutely she does. Oh, man, I love her. Me too. So I get back in my uh, vehicle, and uh, one last wave. 
I do the 12 seconds to you. Okay. I'm gone by the time you put your hand down. Okay, I think that as Siobhan is getting ready to pull out Martha, you get some sort of psychic interference. And it's not coming from Siobhan. This is just conspicuous timing on everyone's part. Um, and it's not even any sort of particular image. It's just more or less, uh, you get the impression of like a psychic sort of distress signal, like maybe just sort of a, a flash or something bright going off in your in your mind. Um, is it like someone sending it to me or is it just something where it's like, oh, danger. I think it's more like you are accidentally tuned into something um, okay. that not necessarily meant for you, um, but some sort of there is a psychic signal existing and you happen to be receptive to it. Okay. It's not, you don't get the impression of someone saying like, Martha, help me. It's not that. It's sort of, uh, if this were a visual medium, I think it would be like, you know how in uh, the Lord of the Rings movies, like when somebody puts their hand on the planter and then like they get oh, a, a yeah. thing and like they pull their hand back. It's, it's similar to that. It's that kind of just an abrupt flash of something that you don't really process in any way other than to know you've just received something. Is this like painful in any way? Um, I don't think it's painful. I think it's startling. Okay. Um, well, in that case, if it's just startling, then I'd, I don't think I would like uh, hunch over or anything or hold my head or... Mm -hmm. I would just stand there looking a little bit confused with my hand outstretched <laughs> in my 12-second wave. <laughs> okay. Anything you're going to do with that information? Are you going to try to, like, probe it or perceive it in any way, shape, or form? Or Yeah, I think Martha would try to probe, see where it's going. Okay. Uh, why don't you roll weird for me? That is a good roll. It's a five total. A five. Okay. <laughs> So that's five is still it's a still, it's a failure. It's still yeah. a total one to, failure. One to six is yeah. Okay. Um, well, okay. I know for a fact you don't get anything helpful. <laughs> uh, shoot. There's probably like a negative consequence for this. I don't know about just rolling weird. Um, if you wanted to do the tune in. What's the negative consequence on your tune in? So for tune in. On a miss, the monster becomes aware of you. <gasps> okay, um, that's scary. I won't say it's as black and white as the monster becomes aware of you, but I think it's... For now, we'll say that you are not aware of anything happening. Okay, okay. You, you try to tune back in and you don't, you don't get anything. There's nothing there for you to pick up on. Okay, so what are you up to now? What's, what's the rest of Martha's day look like? I think she, she just goes on with it. Um, she finishes up with um, squirrel hunting. She has about 12. Mm -hmm. um, and then with those slung across her back, uh, she probably takes them right over to Hawk. Okay. Cool. Let's catch back up with Siobhan. So you are on your way into the ranger station, and you yes. make it to the ranger station without incident. Um, nice. And That's unusual for Siobhan. <laughs> what usually happens. Well, just based on my rolls before. <laughs> okay. You like she you get is, to a turn in the road, you roll sharp to see if you remember which way to go. Rather accident prone. Um, yeah, that's fair. But no, you, you make it up to the up to the ranger station without without any sort of Damn. mishaps. And you walk in, and the first thing you notice is one of the other rangers, Ben, the one that you talked to on the radio in the last arc, is sitting at, uh, sort of leaning up against one of the tables over by, like, where the coffee is. Does he look cool? Um, he's, well, I mean, he's not, like, cool cool. He's, like, fine. 
Damn. <laughs> he doesn't look super, he's not like leaning in a cool way. He's more like leaning like he's looking over at something. Um, which is the second thing you notice. On the table is an object that you don't really have any sort of reference point for. It is, weirdly enough, uh, roughly the size and shape of a softball, but it's not a softball at all. It's sort of a pearly white color, and... So far, it sounds like a softball. <laughs> like a pearly softball. Yeah. But there's no, like, stitches or lacing or anything on ah, it. Okay. Uh, no, it's just, it's this singular sort of opaque color uh, all the way around, and it's... Yeah, it is roughly spherical in shape, but that's about all there is to it. There's really nothing else to tell about this thing. It's kind of nondescript, all things considered. Um, and Ben has it sitting on a couple of napkins that he pulled from the coffee table. How big was the oyster that that came from? Ben looks up and he's like, oh, I mean, yeah, hey, hey, Siobhan. It wasn't actually an oyster. I found this thing in the park. Do you, have you ever seen anything like this? In the, in the park? No, I... I haven't. Yeah, like, out, you know, in, in the gates. Like, this was just, uh, I, you know, I was just doing a routine run out there. I had one of the, you know, one of the four-wheelers, and I was checking things out, and I spotted this off to the side, sitting under one of the trees. And, you know, at first I thought maybe somebody had left something out there. I thought it was, like, a softball or something, but it's not. I mean, it kind of looks like a softball, but it's not a softball, right? I mean, I guess you could say it looks something like a softball. Have you have you tried like I don't know hitting it, seeing if it if it if it solid I or hollow? Don't or... think that's a great idea. I don't mean like trying to break it, but like tap it lightly. Is there something inside of it? I I don't know. It doesn't sound hollow. There's like a little bit of there's a little bit of give in it. I mean, you can come touch this thing if you want. It's not doing anything. All right, I'm gonna go and like poke at it a little. Bit. Okay. It uh it like yields a little bit under your finger, but doesn't okay. necessarily. Do anything does it, else? Does it bounce back like when I pull my finger back, or is there an indent in it? Uh, you know, it, it pulls back. It's not like springy, but it's like it yields under your finger, and as as you pull your finger back, it pulls okay. back. Okay. All right. Well, huh? That's uh, ain't that the darnest thing? Have you have you asked anybody else around about that? No, I, I beeped Park Director Kennedy, but yeah, he's you know you know how he is about he loves those team sports. Uh, <laughs> so he sent me here instead. All. Okay. I'll, uh, you know, I might have someone who might know who what what this could be. I'll, I'll, I'll try and figure it out. But you have some sort of an expert on forest debris. Well, not forest debris, but you know, it's people who have seen some, some things that maybe normal, everyday folk would not necessarily consider. Yeah, I mean, like more so than the park rangers. Just different. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you go on doing whatever that is. Oh, hey, did you stop by Big Billy's book signing? No, not yet. I was going to head there later. <sighs> Damn. I, are you, did you pre-order? Yeah, well, you know, I told Judy down at the diner that I wanted a copy, but um, well, so far I just have a bunch of these placemats. <laughs> you know, that's, hey, you've got a lot of chapter one, so that's... That <laughs> uh, that's something. right. It's keeping me up. All right, so with that, I am, uh, I am going to head to the book signing. Okay, and cool. My, to, my plan is to, actually, before I do that, I'm, I'm going to talk to Ben. Hey, do you mind if I, if I take that with me? Take it with, I mean, I guess. I don't, I don't see why not. All right, I'm going to. Sure. I, I just, just be careful with it, I guess. I want to I show the, the, 
you know, my, my source so that they might have a better idea about it. Or, you know what, I'll leave it here. I'll take some... Yeah, I was going to say, don't you bring that thing into my library. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I just had a... You okay? Yeah. Uh, sorry, my ears, like, pressure just changed. Oh, gotcha, uh, yeah. yeah. Weirded out, but... Weird. Um, We're playing 4D Monster of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm gonna take some... Uh, uh, some Polaroids. Fourth Dimension is Discomfort. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm gonna take some Polaroids of it and, and okay. show show pictures, so... He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, sure, we, we've got some disposable cameras yeah. in the desk over there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> take some photos and go to the one hour photo down there. <laughs> Amazing, yeah. And then bring the photos to uh, the library and see if Mariah can find out okay. about it. Great. Um, then you know what? Let's jump back to that. Me? Yeah, so let's say that endless, is there anything that you want to do in the, the interim of that time, Martha? I don't think there's really anything. I didn't find anything from uh, trying to probe further into that feeling. So. Okay. I think I'm just carrying on. Cool. All right, then we'll say that you've developed your photos and taken them and, and gone back and um, are now over toward the book signing. Now, mm -hmm. by the time it would take for you to develop these photos, the book signing itself would be over, but sure. Mariah would obviously still be at the library. Mm -hmm. Is Big Billy still there? Or you look like you're about to sneeze. I wasn't at school. Say banana a whole bunch. <laughs> banana, 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 banana. Did it help? <laughs> 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 Not at all. Oh, continue. Sorry about that. Uh, is Big Billy still there? Um, I think Big Billy's probably. Well, no, I feel like what would have happened is after the book signing, I think Big Billy would have gone would have gone over to the dining room, opened it up for everybody, taken all of some enough. celebratory pie. It was a big deal. Yeah. So I think that Big Billy and company are over yes. at the diner now. Okay. Yeah. Right. And I'm gonna head to the library. Okay. Open the door and walk in. Do I see Mariah right away? Mariah, I'm in my you, back office. You're in your back office. So, Sorry, okay. my computer is just frozen. Oh, I don't no. need it actively. I'm just a little concerned. Okay, it's fine. Okay. When your computer freezes in the game, it freezes in real life. It's still frozen, uh -huh. but like, it'll come back, I guess. Okay. All right, I hope. Anyway. Um... So I, I walk in. Is there like a bell that alerts you to new people? That would be kind of annoying in a library if people... I don't have a bell. Around. It's quiet there. Okay. But thank you for asking. I whisper, but whisper loudly, <laughs> I hear a quiet whisper coming from, my computer just restarted itself. Y'all, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? I anyway. swear I didn't do it. <laughs> thank okay, Martha. <laughs> I'm actually kind of concerned, but hopefully it's fine. Okay. I'm going to put it on the counter so I don't think about it and get worried. Okay. Um, sorry. Anyway, I have some demons in my tech. <laughs> oh no. Some of those tech demons. That's right. Those tech demons. Huh. Okay. Sorry, guys. So I hear the whisper, and at first I'm like, what the hell? And then it's who's calling me in my library. Um, and then I come out and I see that Siobhan has arrived. And since we're on like good terms now, but we're still not like buddies, I'm a little confused. And I figure something must be wrong. Hey, what's going on? Is everything okay? Well, so far, yeah. I'm just, you know, somebody found something in the park. And I was wondering if, you know, you, you could take a look and, and maybe point me in the right direction. 
Did you did you bring it? Did you bring something? No, I I, I took photos because you know I I realized that bringing something to you might not be the best idea. Totally on my own without any other. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, influences. All right. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll take a look I'm at the gonna, photos. I'm going to show her the photos. I look at the photos. Oh, sorry. I look at the photos and I say, well, I'm really glad you didn't bring this to my library because, I mean, I don't know of, from what or what it is exactly, but looking at this makes me think it looks like an egg. Hmm. See, you might not be able to tell from the photos, but it's a little a little ch too shiny, I thought, to be to be an egg. I mean... Now that you say that, like, yeah, maybe, but What's I don't... What's the texture like? Um, squishy? A little squishy. bit? It's, Squished it's, it? It's not squishy, like, you know, Play-Doh. It's just... It's like one of those stress balls a little bit, where you squeeze it and it kind of gives, but not really. Does it bounce back or no? It doesn't bounce back, but it'll it'll form back. Interesting. Did it have a... What was... What, what would you say temperature of it was like? About room temperature? Smell. Yeah, I would say it was. It was probably about. Room Any weird smell? Uh, n you know there were a lot of smells around. How did it make place. you feel? <laughs> ben was in better there. than this conversation it. so far. I'm sorry. I'm just trying <laughs> to. Hang on. I'll pull up a picture for you, so you guys can be looking at it as if you were like. Thank you. Oh, fantastic. I'm just trying to get a sense of what I'm looking at. Sure. Here. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm not sure I've seen it. No, I just mean it seems it this can't, is this, can't this is roughly what you saw. Ooh, just a okay. calamari. Ew, it's gross. <laughs> is it an orb? It, I mean, it is orb shaped. It yes. Is orb. No, I mean like orb is harsh. <laughs> he said calamari. <laughs> Oh, that's oh, not nice. what I meant. No. You make caviar? I, de I definitely make caviar. Wow. You know that other... <laughs> it, looks, it looks like a fish egg. But a pearlescent fish egg. But some fish eggs are kind of pearlescent. About how big was it? Oh, roughly the size and shape of a softball. Okay. Oh, all right. I didn't notice a smell, though. Then I would not want to see the fish that laid this. I'm not saying it's a fish. But you are or saying it's an, it's an egg? I don't know. Honestly, can you get me in to see you in person? I have some research to do. That's what I was hoping you'd yeah. say. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. Absolutely. If you do want to see it in person, just give me a beep. <laughs> One I of those new beepers. One of those new pagers. I don't have a beeper. I'll, oh, I'll leave a note on your door. You having a beeper was literally a major plot point of the first episode. <laughs> she got rid of it. Since I don't have a beeper anymore. They're, they're too Are easy you for the government Siobhan to track. you don't have a beeper? When Siobhan was there when your beeper went off. No, I don't have my beeper anymore. Okay. Okay. It's too easy for the government to track. Okay, fine. I don't want people to be able to find me. What did you do to your beeper? I sold it to a guy. Which guy? Was it from Billy? No. On the internet. I sold it to a guy from, I'm trying to think of another town in Alaska. Juno. Juno. Alaska. Juno, it was. Fairbanks. Um, <laughs> I sold it to a guy. Okay. Fair enough. I used the money to buy another shelf. <laughs> Just one and a new beeper. It's a really nice show. <laughs> she just burns her beeper every week. She's like new beepers. 
<laughs> it feels like whatever the track phone equivalent of beepers is. It's a burner beeper. <laughs> so I've got some research to do. Oh my God.